everybody, welcome back to the Time Pass Podcast. This is your host, Ashika. Thank you so much for joining me today, you guys. If you haven't done so already, please like me on Facebook at Time Pass Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Time Pass underscore podcast. And check out the YouTube channel where you can find all the episodes of the Time Pass Podcast. The link for that can be found in my bio on IG or on my website, timepasspodcast.com. If you are an auditory listener, please make sure that you are liked, followed, or subscribed on your listening platform of choice, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, wherever you are tuning into the Time Pass Podcast, please make sure to show your support by liking, following, and subscribing to the show. I had a fun time planning this week's episode. Madison and I kind of talked about this and decided to launch it. And I would have to say I had a great time when I did the red flags episode and really got involvement from my listeners, from my followers on Instagram and Facebook. And so today's episode that is all about turnoffs I immediately went to poll the audience to see what you guys had to say about your most common turnoffs. Now, before I get into this list, I mean, you guys delivered. I got responses on my personal Instagram, on my professional Instagram, on my Facebook. Madison, the intern, interviewed some of her friends. She also did some research. I also did some research. The amount of turnoffs that we have is crazy, but it also makes sense because to each his own. Something that may be a turnoff to me may not be a big deal to somebody else, but these were more common turnoffs and I was surprised, especially by my time passers, my followers, a lot of you kind of said the same things, which leads me to believe that that those are probably more highly popular turnoffs, if there's even such a thing as a popular turnoff. But I would have to say I need to preface this episode by explaining my logic. Now, a turnoff is not the same thing as a red flag, right? A turnoff to me is something that is more on the surface. You don't really know this person, so it's either when you first meet them or on that first date, you're noticing things and it's a turnoff. A red flag for me can be something that you notice on a first date, but it can also be something that happens later down the line once you've been dating somebody. So red flags for me are more like, oh wow, red flag, like this is like, it's a little more serious. Like you've already invested a big amount of time into this where I think a turnoff is more first impression type deal. So that is the context of which I am talking about turnoffs today. All right, there's a huge list, you guys. I'm gonna dive right in and give my commentary on this amazing list of turnoffs that we all put together. You guys with your comments, Madison with her research and her in-person interviews. This is crazy. Let's get to it. Let's get in it. Flakiness. Pretty self-explanatory, okay? And these turnoffs that I'm gonna list up, they're in no particular order. If they're popular, I will tell you they're popular. But flakiness. Nobody wants somebody who can't commit to actually following through on the plans that they made. Like, that's rude. You're not valuing my time or your time. 
nobody it is a it's a huge turnoff i completely agree with that one bad breath is another one okay nobody wants to be sitting across someone with bad breath and most importantly if you have bad breath bad breath you're not getting kissed either nobody wants to kiss somebody that has bad breath so brush your teeth use that mouthwash do whatever you need to do but fix the bad breath and that was actually i had a couple people say that there were three kind of four turnoffs that I received that I lumped together because I think that they kind of mean the same thing. And that was job hoppers, no plans for the future, and no life goals. So to me, those three are very interrelated because to me, somebody who's a job hopper really doesn't know what they want to do with their life. And they're just kind of hopping from job to job. Now, it's funny because I recently had a conversation with a friend of mine about this because he switched jobs recently and I, I don't know, I was like, again? And he's all, yeah, I mean, I switched last time. It was like a while back that I switched and I was like, I think you've switched jobs like at least two or three times since I've known you. And I've known him for a while. I think I've known him for like three, three years now. So... But to me, somebody who invests in, in a job, you know, I the shortest amount of time I've ever stayed in a job is three years. So, and prior to that, it's like five years, then eight years. Now I'm at six years where I'm at. So I kind of stick around a little bit. So a job hopper is a little bit of a red flag for me. But for him, I think like when you're just starting off, like that's fine, but he knows his field and what he's doing. And he has plans for the future. So it makes sense. But like, yeah, if you don't have plans for the future, you have no idea what you're doing, you're just hopping from job to job, it's so unattractive. It's so unattractive, sorry. This is hands down, this next one is hands down, the biggest one I received, multiple people said this, we also found it in our research multiple times, bad hygiene, like gross. Take care of yourself, people. Take care of yourself, brush your teeth, comb your hair, wash your face, shave, don't shave, whatever. Take care. Take care of yourself. It, it should be self-explanatory, but there are people out there with bad hygiene, and it's a huge turnoff for both men and women. Uh, another one I got was selfish. Yeah, definitely if you meet somebody or you're on that first date and they're being selfish off the bat and not like paying attention to your wants and needs or being considerate of your feelings and your needs, turn off, sorry. Inconsiderate or unaware. Now, inconsiderate, I understand. Like you're inconsiderate because you're just not considering other people's feelings, emotions, whatever it is even their physical space, comfortability levels, whatever it is. Unaware, even though I looped these two together, unaware is, it kind of makes me feel some type of way because I can be unaware sometimes. I'm admitting this here. And it has happened a lot when I am with a group of friends. I'm very present with the people I'm with, but I become unaware of my surroundings a little bit. And I get so carried away walking and talking or if I'm shopping or doing something that I don't pay attention to my environment. And I have had, this has, This happens to me a lot, okay? I have had my friends or the people I'm with like have to pull me back or be like, hey, oh, sorry, she didn't see you. And it's like, 
I don't want to be that, I don't, I don't want to be that way and I don't mean to be that way, but I can be unaware sometimes if I get really caught up in the conversation that I'm having. So I'm a little sad about that one. Maybe I should keep a better watch on that. Somebody who's not humble. It's great to be successful. It's great to have ambition and drive and have a successful career and whatever it is that you are good at. It's, it's okay, you know, to feel good about what you're doing, but don't brag about it. It's such a huge turnoff. Nobody wants to hear that. Like, we'll find out on our own. Don't brag about it. Eating with your mouth open. Yeah, this can be a turnoff. If this is like, this, you can observe this on a first date or even if somebody you think is attractive from across a room and then you see them eat something and they're eating with their mouth open, it can be a turnoff. This one came up a couple times in the research as well, but someone who wears too much perfume or too much cologne and this was also submitted by Time Passers. So, yeah, I mean, everybody likes to smell good, but you don't need to douse yourself in it. And I did this episode, Sense and Sensibility. Perfume and colognes, they linger and they're strong and they stay on you. You don't need to douse yourself in it. People will smell you, you but they don't need to smell you from like 100 feet away, okay? They don't need to be tasting your scent. Let's put it that way. No confidence or not engaging. So to me, this is somebody who maybe you're interested in or they've approached you or you're talking to them and they're not making eye contact. They're not really engaging in the conversation. And I feel like sometimes when somebody doesn't engage, maybe they're nervous. And so that's where I think that the low confidence comes in. And that's why I grouped these two together. But when you are actually interested in someone and you want to ask them out or you're on a date with them, you need to appear confident. You need to be able to hold up your end of the deal. It's not a one person date. They actually agreed to go out with you. So you need to be an active participant. Bad grammar. Believe it or not, this was sent in by a woman, but it was also on this list that I found for male turnoffs. Apparently men are extremely turned off by bad grammar. Who knew? Who knew? This person also said too many emojis in text messages. I get this, okay? Like, I love using emojis, but you have to scale it back. Like, one emoji per sentence, per text, maybe, or one emoji every three or four texts would make sense, but you don't want to overdo the emojis, okay? Check yourself on the emoji usage. This person, I love this because it's such a first impression thing. Skinny legs. For this person, skinny legs is a turnoff. Hey, to each his own. This is something that also is very specific to a person, but another person sent this in and it's a dry nose and she specifically gave an example. She said, if I go in to kiss them and their nose is dry, it's an immediate no. Immediately no. No dry noses for this person. Huge turnoff. I mean... I didn't even know noses could get dry. Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> this is a big one for me. It's a huge turnoff for me. And it came up a couple different times in a couple different ways in the research and also submitted by one of you. But stonewalling communication and never making plans. Like, yeah, you want to communicate with me. You want to talk to me, but you never want to make plans with me. Like, I don't want a phone boyfriend. I don't want a phone a friend relationship. I want a real relationship with a real person. So make those plans. Take the initiative. Make it happen, happen, okay? Somebody who's late, it is a turnoff. If you 
get there and you're able to be there on time and you're considerate, it shows that you're considerate and that you respect their time and you respect your time. And if someone's late, it can be like a little bit of a turnoff. That said, I'm always running late, you guys, like always running late. But I communicate. I'm like, hey, I'm like five minutes behind. It's funny because when I go on first dates, I always try to get there early because I like to like have the lay of the land. But I do tend to run late a lot. Narrow-minded. Pretty self-explanatory. You don't want somebody who has is not open to new thoughts and ideas and is just very narrow-minded in their thinking and their ways and unable to deter from that. Jealousy, you don't want somebody who's overly jealous. That may be a little bit more red flaggish because I feel like jealousy shows after a little bit, but if there's somebody who you meet and they're already jealous right off the bat, maybe no. Playing hard to get. Yes, it is a turnoff. Like, I like you, you like me, we like each other. Let's just be, like, let's just talk. Let's figure this out. Like, don't play hard to get. It's not fun. We already know we like each other. Just be genuine. If you like me and I like you, like, it's okay to admit that. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be genuine, guys. Come on. (sighs) Lack of communication. This is another one. I think it kind of goes with playing hard to get. Because a lot of times I feel like people who are playing hard to get, they will give you that lack of communication. They won't communicate with you because they think it makes you want them more. No, makes me get bored, guys. It makes me get bored. It makes me think that you're immature. And it makes me think that I don't want you more. I actually want you less. Boring or not funny. Like, this is a thing. And I have said it on the show before, but if you are funny and you can make me laugh, you're already like 30%, 40% more attractive to me if you can make me laugh. If you can make me laugh, I value that. I love to laugh. I love to have a good time. It makes you more attractive. It makes you more like you know comedic timing. You can read a room. Who doesn't like laughing? Like it's fun. So yeah, absolutely. If you can make me laugh. And if you're not able to make me laugh and you're just boring, like I'm going to get bored. So that's a huge turnoff. Huge, huge, huge. Here's some more. Actually, these next set I actually got from the male, the male per- perspective. So these are specifically men who have said these things are turnoffs for them. Number one, smoking. That's a turnoff for a woman too. Like honestly, I don't know because I, guys, I used to smoke like back in the day, like back, back, back in the day. I was never like a heavy smoker or whatever, but when I was bartending, I used to smoke. Okay, I'm admitting it right now. And I would say like, it is, it's a turnoff. But some, I don't know. Like for guys to say that for women it's a turnoff, I get it. For me, I don't mind if a guy smokes, I guess. I just don't want him to be like a chain smoker. Like, no, that's, that's, don't do that. Don't do that. That's not attractive. Males also said that a woman who is unhealthy, doesn't take care of herself or do any sort of physical sort of exercise or hobby is a turnoff for them. I can see that. 
excessive boozing. Listen, like I said, I just said it. I used to be a bartender. I like a good drink. I pride myself on making drinks and craft cocktails, especially when I'm entertaining here at home. But I don't want you to get drunk on our dates. Like, no, it's okay to be like buzzed or tipsy, but you don't want to be like excessively drunk and boozy on your date. Like that is a turn off. Sorry. This next one I thought was super interesting, especially coming from the male perspective. It was fussiness and or picky eaters. Apparently, like, guys don't like it when you're too picky of an eater. Like, okay, I I get that. Like, I have dietary restrictions on certain days, but besides that, I'm pretty much game. I'll eat, you know? I'm not, I'm open to trying new things, but I guess men don't like it when you're overly picky or fussy. Interesting. This also came up on the men's being unfunny or laughing too much. So you're not laughing at all or you're laughing too much. Don't laugh at every little thing he says. It's not like you may be nervous. Don't do the nervous laugh. It is a turn off to these men, y'all. They don't like it. Interrupters. Okay, I think this is a male and female thing, but it's interesting to me that it came through on the male research. Nobody likes to be interrupted. Let somebody finish a thought. Let somebody have that conversation, listen to it, and then respond. When it tell what it tells me when you are an interrupter is that you're not actually hearing what I'm saying. You're not actively listening. You are thinking of what you want to say in response to what you heard. You're not actually listening to what I said and trying to decipher like what I'm saying, the deeper meaning behind it. No, you're just interrupting, you're being selfish, and you're being rude. Huge turnoff. This is a big one for me, you guys. I hate this, especially on like dating apps or Instagram or anywhere I meet people or even in real life, like IRL, when I meet people and they're like, hey, what's your snap? Number one, I don't have Snapchat. Number two, ask for my number like a normal human being. Do not ask for my Snapchat, you little hoe. That's exactly what I think of when somebody's like, hey, what's your snap? You're up to ho ho business. You're up to ho business. No, turn off. Someone who makes plans at the last second and never plans ahead. This is probably my number one turn off, you guys, because this is a challenge for me. I am a busy person. I work. I have a daughter. I have a show. I have my own social life. I have family obligations. Like, I am pretty planned out. It's so funny because just earlier today, I went over to my mom's house and I was talking to her and she was like, hey, can you take me to the store? And she's like, I really want to go to the store. We have a family event coming up next week. And she's like, I need to get some last minute things for this. And I felt really bad, but she's asking me on Wednesday and I'm like, I can't, I have no free time until Monday. And she's like, you've got to be kidding me. And I'm like, no, like I, and I went through the entire list of what I have going on for the next few days. And I was like, 
I'm sorry, like I can take you Monday. I may be able to take you Saturday. Like I may be able to squeeze you in. But the other thing is, is my mom gets really upset. She doesn't understand me being like scheduled. And so anytime I have to hang out with her, or I want to hang out with her. I try to make sure I don't have somewhere else to be afterwards because she gets really upset because then she ends up feeling like I'm rushing her. And quite honestly, I probably am but not on purpose. I'm just like an impatient person when it comes to shopping and she could shop all day. She really could shop all day. I'm a very like, I know what I want. I'm going to get it and I'm going to leave the store. Like I'm not going to look around at a thousand different things. She can look around at a thousand different things. So I'm always like a little impatient and I'm like, let's go, let's go. And if she knows I have plans after she's like, I don't want to go with you because you, you're just rushing me and I don't even get to enjoy the experience. But I feel bad. Like if I can't even make time for my mom in the next five days, how do you think I'm going to make time for you? Like you have to plan. If you want to see me, you have to plan. You can't just go with this fly by the seat of your pants type deal. I am busy. I have shit going on. All of us are busy. All of us have obligations. All of us have shit going on. Be considerate and plan. Huge turnoff. Someone who's pessimistic, you guys, like Eeyore, like, oh, hey, work sucked. My family's mad at me. My best friend is a jackass, whatever it is. That's my, my, that's my best ER impersonation, you guys. But I don't want somebody who's pessimistic. Have a little bit of positivity in your life. Try to see things in a positive light. I'm a very positive person. Of course, I get down and I can be pessimistic and whiny when I want to be. I'm human, but I don't want somebody who's constantly got a negative outlook on life. It's a huge turnoff. Not a lot of people like that. We want to be around people who make us feel good and they're happy and they're positive because shit's infectious, right? Like smiling, smiling is infectious. Doing these things is infectious. Pessimism can also be infectious and like a cancer, like not in a good way. So no, huge turnoff if you're pessimistic and negative. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Just don't want to do it. Backhanded compliments. Like if you can't give a genuine compliment and you're like, oh, you look so much better than your photo. If somebody were to say that, it would be like a like a backhanded compliment a little bit. Funny enough, I get that a lot, but I don't think it's a backhanded compliment. I just think people think I look I'm like an in-person person versus a photo. Like, I feel like I take good pictures. I do. But I think my personality just shines more in person. And so people enjoy that a lot more. I've had friends tell me that too. They're like, you need to meet people in person. Like they need to see like all of this. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Having long, dirty, unkept fingernails. This goes back to the hygiene, you guys. Like, I don't know about this. It's funny, but... Seeing this reminded me that I saw it on the men's list too, but long fingernails. I don't know what that means. That's very subjective. Like these are my nails. Like these are my nails. And those of you that are on YouTube, you can see them. They're not long. I mean, they're long, but they're not freakish. They're not Cardi B long. Like I'm not doing that, but they are like, they're cute long. And these are actually like my nails. So, you know, but they are kept and they're cute. They're not dirty and unkept, which would be a turnoff. I get it. More dirtiness here. (laughs) Not the good kind of dirtiness. Wearing dirty or ill-fitting clothes. That can also be like ill-fitting meaning too big, too tight, 
uh, you know, fallen down, you're not wearing a belt or something you're wearing is dirty. To me, like that's a huge turnoff. If we have a date and I meet somebody, first impressions mean everything. I really trust my gut and my instinct and my first impression on people is hardly ever wrong. I have a really good sense of people on my first impression of them. And if you show up and you look like you didn't care about your date, I take pride in my appearance. I I dress the way I dress and look the way I look for me. But if you know you're meeting somebody and you don't even like to make an effort in your appearance, like huge turnoff. I don't want to be with you. You look sloppy. You look like you don't care. So why should I care? I'd rather be with somebody who can pull themselves together and look well. This next one is, it hits home a little bit. Not the first part, but the second part. So the first part is nagging. Nobody likes somebody who nags them. I'm not a nagger. I don't like to nag people. But the second part says talking too much. Like, y'all, I talk. Like, I talk a lot. Like, I let people talk, though. I know when to shut up. I know when to listen. But I can see how somebody who talks too much and doesn't let you get a word in edgewise, edgewise could be a red flag. I'm here for it. I totally see it. And again, this came through on the mail list as well, this last one. And I just remembered right now, but wearing too much perfume or cologne. They don't like it either, you guys. They don't like it. All right, you guys. That is the huge list of turnoffs that I got from y'all and from Madison and her in-person interviews and our research combined together. There's a lot of things on this list. Moral of the story is just how I started it off. Yes, something could be, like I said, like a, a lot of women don't like it when a man smokes. I don't mind it if a man smokes, but I don't want him to be a chain smoker. So like, it's very subjective to you and what your preferences are and what you like and don't like. Maybe somebody else doesn't care if you're a little flaky because maybe they're flaky themselves. I don't know. Maybe they really like you. But all I can say is move forward in kindness, but pay attention to these turnoffs. And as I was going through this list, you guys kind of caught me during this show as I was kind of saying, oh, I, I kind of do that. I could be considered as talking too much. Like, you know, check yourself a little bit. See if there's behaviors that you have that somebody would consider a turn off and see if you can find a way to amend it. Why not, right? Why not arm ourselves with the bad knowledge we know about ourselves and improve ourselves? That's what growing is all about. That's moving forward. It's improvement. We're growing together, y'all. We're growing together. All right, you guys, that's all I have for you today. If you haven't done so already, please like me on Facebook at Time Pass Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Time Pass underscore podcast. And make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. The link for that can be found in my bio on IG or on the website timepasspodcast.com where you can also find show notes and bonus content and info about me. If you are a time passer, you enjoy listening to me and the Time Pass Podcast, I would ask you for one small favor. Do me a favor and share this episode with at least one friend, family member, colleague, anybody you know, man on the street, stranger on the street, I don't care. Share the show with one person. I would greatly appreciate it if you could do that for me. Stay authentic in whatever you do. If you see a turn off, don't look the other way if you really feel that you can't. Stay authentic to you, trust your gut, and let's all try to grow. I'll see you next time.